Hello and welcome back to another episode of Discipleship.ca. My name is Teresa and with me today is... Steve. Thanks for joining us guys as we have another discussion with the hope, prayer and goal of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and journey towards Christ-likeness as we explore scriptures, faith and the Christian life as well as talking about what Jesus is teaching us on our own journeys of faith. Today we are in Psalm 24, the King of Glory. It's a Psalm of David. Steve, do you want to read it? I do. Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, and who shall stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to what is false and does not swear deceitfully, he will reserve, receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. Hmm. Lift up your heads, O gates, and lift up your O lift up, O ancient doors, the King of Glory may come, that the King of Glory may come in. Who is this King of Glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your head, O gates, and lift them up, O ancient doors, that the King of Glory may come in. Who is his King of Glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of Glory. Thank you. So in from like my reading, this psalm could have been written at a couple possible, different possible times in, um, in David's life. It could have been written with the return of the Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem when David led that back for the first time coming back, it returning yeah. to Jerusalem. Or it could have just been uh, at a time when the Ark returned from battle. Yeah, because they would Jerusalem. take it out. Yeah, because they would. They would take forth, it out yeah. um, because that was where the mm. Lord dwelled. And then others view it as a hymn that celebrates the Lord's kingship over his people. Okay. Um, he is with them on the hill of the Lord, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But reading it, we know, verse 1 says, the earth is the Lord's and so are we. Like the earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell within. So we know very clearly that the Lord made everything. Yeah. And it declares him as the creator. The earth is his. We belong to him. Yeah. Right? Basically. Sovereignty, right? Mm Mm-hmm. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. You know, he has decided what it's going to be, what it's going to look like. All of the things that we like to think we control, he has put into play and he has created. Yeah. And I like that. So I think as we read it, we realize uh, this psalm isn't necessarily talking about earth so much as talking about heaven and like the Lord's kingdom. Right. So it's asking, who is it that gets to join the Lord on his hill? We know that the Lord's hill isn't here on earth. Who's going to stand in his holy place? We know that his holy place isn't here on earth. You know, it's talking about uh, his place, his holy place in heaven, his holy yeah. hill. And I think it, verse 3 makes it very clear when it asks, Who shall ascend to the hill of the Lord and who shall stand in his holy place? That not everybody gets to. No. With that question, no. <laughs> it's, it's letting us yeah. know who is going to do this because not everybody is going to. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there are called. I don't know if you want to call them well, qualifications, but yeah, no, I think verse four is going to clean it up for us. <laughs> clean this up. It lays out. It lays out the uh, qualities or the you know that you need to have if you want to uh, stand on the Lord's hill and be with Him. Yeah. Uh, so verse four, what does it say? 
he who has clean hands, a pure yeah. heart, who does not lift up his soul to what is false, does not swear deceitfully. Yeah. Oh. So clean hands, yeah. pure heart. Does what is right. Don't lift up your soul to what is false mm-hmm. and doesn't lie intentionally. Yeah. Right? Swear deceitfully would be yeah. to, to swear something so that would be to lie intentionally. Yeah. Right? Because there are times where you, you know, you may not, you know, you, you say something right. like, yeah, it's deceit. not true, but you didn't deceive. You didn't mean right. to say deceit it. Right. Like, deceit implies that there is. Deceit is intent, it's a right? purposeful misleading. So, so no one is going no to. One, yeah. No one is going to Clean see hands. God. Like who always does what is right. Pure yeah. heart. Who always has the pure intentions and, you know, never, it doesn't sin. Who does not lift yeah. his soul to what is false. Who, like, who speaks truth it, always. It would make you think who that maybe truth. David, the guy who wrote the psalm, is very aware that he is not qualifying himself to go yeah. be with God, right? Because clean hands, pure heart. Yeah. Uh, doesn't lift our soul up to false, to what is false, and doesn't swear deceitfully. I think we do have times in David's life where he's done all of all, those things, all, all of, of those, those things. things, just like all of us, right? Like we are all in this boat together. We are not going to be on God's hill, right? But it's letting us know. Verse four: This is what a person who spends time with God, how he is recognized. Mm. Those who to, who will be with him on his holy hill are people who fulfill this. Right? Yeah. Because the more we spend in the presence of God, the more we want to be like him, the more he's going to make us like him. Yeah. The presence of God is truth. He cannot have falsehood. He cannot have sin. So for us to be on his hill with him, we cannot have sin. But that's where verse five comes in. Yep. He will receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. So this person will be blessed by the Lord and mm-hmm. given. I love this. Like, given righteousness. He will receive righteousness from God. Because he is not righteous. We are not righteous. Yeah. But we get our righteousness from the Lord. God will make him righteous. God will shower him with blessing. Now, does this mean blessing how we want blessings? Or is this speaking more of a heavenly blessing? The, like, more... What do you think? I, th- I mean, I, I know what I think, but... <laughs> I'm just did. asking you... you <laughs> When you say, so when it says the Lord's blessing, you know, is that oftentimes in our North American, we think blessing, Uh, immediately we think finances. Oh, he's going to be so wealthy. I think it's, you know, heavenly eternal blessing. Mm -hmm. I think so too. Uh, More than. Comfort. More than, yeah, more than a comfort or, or material blessing or temporary blessing that we receive in this world. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think so. And I mean, that's just, that's just me. There are oftentimes where God does bless financially, but I just don't think that's what this is specifically speaking about in this moment. Yeah. Um, the blessing of being with him, the blessing of being made righteous. That's, that's something that you can't, it's incomparable. So that's exciting. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. And then verse six goes on to say, such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek yeah. the face of God. This will be the generation who seek God. Their life will be like this yeah. when you seek God. Well, you you left off two words there in that sentence. Did I? Yeah, in that verse. Which was it? Seek the face of the God. Of Jacob. Why do you think Jacob? Okay, so I've been going through 
this is this is me being a, a podcast nerd. Yeah, uh, or just I've been a nerd. going th- or just a nerd. <laughs> I've been going through a podcast which is uh, what's it called uh, uh, Bible Talk. I okay. think it's called Bible Talk. Anyway, oh yeah, you they're going that straight one. through, but they've yeah, yeah. you know I've listened to the however many hours that it took them to go through uh, Genesis. So I'm I'm way behind. If you do listen to that one, they're, okay. they're way far ahead. But uh, you're catching um, up. You mean? <laughs> Jacob was a chronic cheat and liar. Yeah. What did we just say, right? The, mm-hmm. the person often who... God is called the You God can't have clean hands. Right. So how did Jacob get the blessing? Mm-hmm. By grabbing hold with his dirty hands and mm-hmm. stealing something. Right. How did, he, how did he function in his heart? He was willing to hose his brother and lie to his dad. Yeah. Uh, what about the... Yeah, lift up his soul to the, that which is false... Oh, yeah, mm. no, I am my brother. Give me I the blessing. I'm just going to lie. And will right not here. swear deceitfully. Covered that already yeah, yeah. multiple times, right? The truth does not come from his lips. So then you get down here, it's like you seek the face of the God of Jacob. Like God has a way of dealing with mm. all of our sin, uh, all of our sin, right? And yeah. even, even to the spot where Jacob, by the time he gets old, is leaning on a staff and you know, blessing the people and wants his bones buried in, in the promised land. So they're carrying them around in the box. So when this ark goes out, it mm. was Jacob's bones traveled yes. with that thing. Yeah. And it was all for because, a long time, yeah, actually 400 years, yeah. <laughs> 400 years. like a long time. That's a long time. But, but the whole idea here is God knows how to deal with a dishonest hmm. lying cheat. Oh yeah. Um, in a way that restores them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because Jacob wasn't, Restore, restore them to blessing. He, yeah. he ended with yeah. that relationship, right? Well, and that's where he makes us, he makes us righteous because we don't have that. Exactly. That is him that does exactly. that. Yeah. So the end, we, this is a short one today. Um, yeah. Verses 7 to 10. How many times do you think that Jesus is called the king of glory? I mean, you can look at it and count, I guess. But <laughs> I'm just asking Four? you. Four. Yeah, five times. Five. It, this is like it yeah. repeats itself. This is the king of glory. That yeah. you must meet so that you too may enter the presence of God. Jesus. Yeah. He is the way. There is no other way. It is only through Jesus that we are able to stand on God's holy hill with him to be blessed and made righteous. Mm-hmm. So verse 7, it says, lift up your heads, guys. Pay attention. Jesus is coming. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Mm. He's, yeah. he's coming. It's, is- it's that great king mm. of of David yeah writing a psalm that points to the better king the yeah you know the 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 one true king yeah, right the, the king, king of kings yeah. Yeah, yeah and verse 8 who is this king of glory ask that question well he's the lord he's strong and mighty he is mighty in battle yeah and then again verse 9 lift up your heads o gates and lift them up o ancient doors that the king of glory may come in. So this is again verse uh like verse seven. Mm-hmm. Get ready. Guys, he's coming. Lift up your head. Be prepared. Yeah. No be watching for him. Hmm. Uh verse ten. Who? Again, who is this? Who is this King of Glory? Well, he's the Lord of hosts. 
he is the king of glory. So it know, changes they, a little bit there. David didn't know the rule about not using the word to describe the word yeah, in yeah. the well, definition. Think, yeah. So he's using who is the king of glory, and then he's using he's the king of glory as the answer to the question of who is the king of glory. Yeah. But it, because it's it, obvious, I think. It's a good thing that he didn't have a Webster's Dictionary. He didn't have anything. He didn't have a thesaurus. But one of the things that I was looking at, too, mm-hmm. like in verse 8, who is the king of glory, the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Mm-hmm. Um, how did David get the throne? Mm-hmm. What was the songs they were singing about him? Yeah. Saul has killed his thousands, but David has killed his tens of, tens thousands. of thousands. He was mighty in battle. Yeah. Right? So this is this this continuing uh, mirroring of, of uh, the king that will rule over Israel in righteousness and, and, and uh, with strength and power and the better king to come. Right? That's right. Absolutely. So it's pointing to Jesus, mm. right? Um, and we already saw from verse 4, who gets to be with him in heaven? Those with the pure heart, with clean hands, those who are yeah. not false or deceitful, those who are honest, do no wrong. They do the right things in the eye of the Lord and they speak the truth. And when we belong to Jesus, we will show these things. We will manifest these things in our life. Now, does this mean that we're perfect? No, but it does mean that we're repentant. It does, um, as scripture promises us, the Lord will bless us and he will make us righteous. Mm. So what does it leave us with? The encouragement to be ready to lift up your head because the king of glory is coming. Will he find you faithful? I think mm. this is a good, a good psalm to remember to not give up because he is coming to bless you and to make you righteous. And when you know Jesus, through him we can enter the presence of God the Father. So don't give up. I'm going to read to you uh, from one of the commentaries that I was reading that I get some of my information from. Uh, An old hymn, and they've added an extra verse, and I think it goes well. Spurgeon, actually you would be interested in this. Spurgeon called this a psalm of ascension because it points to Jesus and he's coming. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's going, it's an old hymn. I like Spurgeon. Yes, I know. I'll admit it. I know, you do. A lot. It's called The Earth and All That Dwell Therein. The earth and all that dwell therein, with all its wealth untold, belongs to God, who founded it upon the seas of old. Upon the seas of old. Oh, who shall stand before the Lord on Zion's holy hill? The clean of hand, the pure of heart, the just who do God's will, the just who do God's will. O everlasting doors, give way. Lift up your heads, O gates. For now, behold, to enter in, the King of glory waits. The king of glory waits. Who is this glorious king that comes to sit upon the throne? All hail the Lord of hosts, who is our glorious king alone. Our glorious king alone. And then they've added another verse that says this. So we proclaim his glory now and celebrate his fame. The Lord of might in battle reigns. King Jesus is his name. Mm. King Jesus is his name. So praise him while you wait for him. Thank him. He's coming back for you. Yeah. So lift up your heads. Lift up your heads. Lift up the gates. Be ready. Yeah. We want to thank you for joining in our conversation today. If you've enjoyed the podcast, you can always subscribe, like, uh, leave a like, or comment on our social streams, or even tell others about us. We appreciate any help in getting connected to people who are interested. Mm-hmm. And as always, you can find us online at discipleship.ca and on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day. Hope you can join us next time. Until next time.